man, I get hype every time I hear that intro. Beautiful people, best damn nation. Welcome to the show. My name is Brian Renegade, and with me, I have the best damn crew. First of all, I got to give this man the introduction that he needs. <laughs> this man is a brawler and a scholar. Huh? I call him the king of the ring for a reason. The grapple expert. The boots to asses master. The enforcer. The king of the jungle. He does everything. <laughs> His name is Mr. Everything. Victor Andrews. <laughs> you make me self-conscious now. I'm like, all that attention. Where you getting this, sir? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Give credit with credit, too, damn it. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. I appreciate it now. Let me let me do my due diligence and give this man the introduction. He deserves the man with the master plan. Mm -hmm. The man with the jellyfish behind his back. You see him. You see him floating. The captain of the best damn wrestling podcast. <laughs> All aboard. Oh, Mr. Brian Renegade. How are you, sir? Oh, man, I'm fine and dandy. I haven't had anybody give me an intro like that, sir. Uh, thank you. I know, man. We, we got we to gotta share. <laughs> yeah, thank you, sir. I appreciate that intro. You know, we don't, we don't get a lot of these around these parts. <laughs> I know. You know what I'm saying? We got to share sometimes. Sharing is caring. Sharing is caring, my brother. Man, how you doing? Man, I'm ready for WrestleMania. The Elimination Chamber is coming up, but I am ready for WrestleMania. It is WrestleMania season. Mm -hmm. The uh, road to WrestleMania is upon us. I think this is the most famous road other than the Yellow Brick Road in the Wizard of Oz. WrestleMania is a huge event. It is our Super Bowl in the wrestling world. And I am so excited for that because it is in Hollywood. Now, I'm still debating on if I want to go and get my tickets or if I just want to have a little, little get-together at the Crisium. But we shall see. I am excited about the road to WrestleMania because things are changing you know, there's a lot of things that are in the works, and we have the Elimination Chamber coming up, which that's always one of my favorite events. I've always liked the Elimination Chamber, the match itself. It's uh, not as brutal as it used to be. It used to be super brutal. The pods were made of glass. <laughs> uh, it was real steel everywhere. Everything hurt. <laughs> You know the, the competition inside the, the 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 match was stiff. 
it's evolved over time and it's a lot safer for the wrestlers, man. But it can it can still have some brutality to it. But man, the first couple of hit, uh, elimination chamber matches, man, were well, they were must see TV, Jack. Must see TV. Absolutely. I'm I'm sorry. I, I remember I I recently watched a video of the first elimination chamber. They were sitting around talking about how how they were feeling going into it and everything that was leading into the elimination chamber and all the things that they wanted to try even with rvd doing that frost flash off the top and realizing that the top of the cage was too low he couldn't jump so he had to jump out he was like man that's it's gonna suck because now is i gotta change the trajectory of how i'm gonna do this thing so uh, right. It definitely has evolved, um, but it, like you said, it still can change your career and your life for the better or for the worse. Most times for the worse. <laughs> yeah, 100%, man. Uh, we saw some great moments last year with the Elimination Chamber match uh, with Brock Lesnar, F5, and Austin Theory off the top of the rope. I thought that was real off cool. The off the chamber. Yeah. At the track, I'll what I say off the top of the rope, off the chamber. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I, I I really enjoyed that. I mean, also I believe uh, there was a spear through the cage. Am I am I wrong? Yes, yes. Uh, Bobby Lashley. I want some Bobby Lashley. Yeah. Well, uh, since we can't remember, let's go. To one of the historians uh, of wrestling, we also call him the genie of the best damn wrestling podcast. What's going on? What's going on? <laughs> What's up, my brother? Sorry, I was late. I got caught up. Oh, it's all good, my friend. My friend, we were just talking about the uh, the elimination chamber, man, and how it used to be versus what it is now. Uh, we were saying that the Elimination Chamber match used to be uh, one of the most brutal matches in WWE. Can you tell us a little bit about the Elimination Chamber and what are, you, what are your thoughts on uh, how's it come today? How is it looking today? Uh, the last, I don't remember the last time one man memorable. I think the earlier ones were, but like the last couple of years, I can't, I can't even think of one that really stood out. I think they um I think they watered they watered them down a lot and now it looks like they're gonna have are they having three chambers at the limited chamber? I believe there's two. Uh, and I'm gonna go over the matches in in a few, but there's two for right now. I'm not sure if there's three. I know there's one for the United States uh title, and then you have the women's elimination chamber for uh the the raw women's championship. But, so, the Elimination Chamber is going to determine who fights at WrestleMania. They're using the Elimination Chamber to decide who fights at WrestleMania. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and Roman, Roman is just going to fight uh, Sin. Well, let's go ahead and get into it, man. Uh, it's, it's one of uh, one of our hot topics, anyway. The next big event is Elimination Chamber, people. So far, we have at the top of the card. Roman Reigns versus Sami Zayn. We wanted to see it. 
I'm kind of happy that we're getting that match, but uh, we're going to see where that leads. We also have the uh, United States title elimination chamber match where the winner of that wins the United States championship on Raw. Austin Theory is the current champion. He's inside of that match, which is always good to see the champion hold, hold down and see if the boy can actually go and hold his weight with everyone in their match while he's the champion. I think it's going to be kind of hard to do because he got some stiff competition in that ring. Uh, we also have the women's Elimination Chamber match, and the winner of that match goes to face the one and only EST of the WWE, Bianca Belair at WrestleMania. Um, a match that I also think is going to be kind of interesting. We have the great couple, Edge and Beth Phoenix versus Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley. Let's go ahead into some of these matches, man. I want to see what you guys think about it. Let's go to the top of the card, man, and let's talk Roman Reigns versus Sami Zayn. Are you guys excited to see this match? And what do you think is going to happen at Elimination Chamber? Let me go to Mr. Everything. I'm excited to see this match, but it's too early to me. Um, I feel like if Sammy doesn't get it at Elimination Chamber, then he definitely should get one of the belts at uh, WrestleMania. Uh, and if he does get it at Elimination Chamber, then that changes the WrestleMania main event, which gives the fans nothing to really look forward to because now they're going to be like, okay, it's going to be Sammy Zayn and Cody Rhodes, and nobody's really going to be excited to see that. Um mm. And, and it takes away from Sami Zayn's big moment. So if you give it to him at Elimination Chamber, he doesn't have that big... I mean, I know his, he's going to be in Montreal, so that's his hometown hero moment, but his really, really big career-making moment needs to be at WrestleMania. And that, that needs to be when he takes at least one of the belts off of Roman Reigns, if not both of them. At least one of them. Man, LP, are you excited about seeing Sami Zayn compete against Roman Reigns for the United uh, titles? Excuse me. I kind of think like they dropping the ball on this storyline uh, that they built up all this time because just just like just like he said. Sam Sammy's not fighting for one belt. He's fighting for both. I've been paying attention to what they've been saying. And Sammy said both belt. Um Cody said both belt. So that everybody's thinking before, or we was all thinking that they're gonna separate the belt. I don't know how they're gonna separate the belts unless they throw something out of the last minute, but both of them have said they're fighting for the belt. Um I don't think Roman is gonna lose the belt before WrestleMania. I, I just don't see it. Um, but I also don't see I, throwing Cody in, throwing throwing Cody in the mix really just ruined the whole storyline. Like I, I'm sorry, like Cody, even though even the fans you want to you want to be behind it, and I know they did it. They had a great promo this week and all that stuff, but people are behind it, but they're not behind it. It's like y'all yeah. y'all built this whole story for damn near two years, 
And does Jay fit it? You know, have they announced everybody's in the Elimination Chamber? All members, right? I think, or they got one more spot. I can't remember. Um, I believe they had the final spot on the Elimination Chamber for the men's side. I'm not too sure. I got to look at it again. Um, I know that. I know that. I know that one person I'm really excited to see in this match, and I think he's going to really kind of steal the show, is Montez Ford is in this match. They're pushing Montez, man, and I, I don't know if they're going to push him to have the belt or not, but it's exciting to see him compete as a singles competitor for um, on, on behalf of the Street Profits, man. We've been singing the praises of Montez Ford for a while since the podcast jumped off man and I'm I'm I think that he is poised to be a big star. I don't know what that looks like, but you know we we shall see. I think Monte Ford will be a great United States champion. Um he'll be entertaining. He'll be able to carry the belt. He's a a, a former uh member of the uh the military and so I think that he he could very well carry that belt. Better than Austin Theory, man, because Austin Theory is, to be honest with you, he's really doing nothing for the belt, but it's it's helping his character out a little bit. I want to know what you guys think about that. Who do you guys want to win this match? Uh, let me go, Mr. Everything. Well, like you said, Montez Ford deserves a good spot, um, and this would be an, a great addition to his career and the accolades that he's already done. Um, but then that break serves the question of if if Montez Ford wins, then what do we do WrestleMania? Because everybody's talking about how it's supposed to be Austin Derry and John Cena <laughs> WrestleMania for the United States title. So how is that all? It's, it's a lot of things that, that's interrupting everything that we've been watching for the last year or so. And it's making, like, it's throwing hiccups and everything. It's, it's making us have so many different questions of Okay, so if this happens, then what happens to this? Right. So I, I I really wanted to be Montez Ford, but then, like I said, it just kind of throws a wrench in, in the stuff that we've been watching for the last year. And now we got to figure out, okay, now what are you going to do? And I, I don't want Montez to be a transitional champion. That's right. that's the biggest thing that I don't want to happen. So if you give it to him, leave it on him, let him run with it. Uh, if you don't give it to him, let it stay on Austin Theory, and then maybe after WrestleMania, maybe SummerSlam, Austin Theory and Montez Ford. That'll be a good moment. Let me tell you guys who all is in this match. We have Austin Theory, Seth, Frickin, Rollins, uh, Johnny Wrestling, or Johnny Gargano, uh, for people who don't know, uh, your boy Bronson Reed, which is that's huge for him because he just came back with the company, man. Um, we have Damian Priest and Montez Ford. Let me go over to the resident villain of the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. Tell me, what do you think is going to win this match? I, when you look at that lineup, you really got to break down a lineup. Uh, I don't think it's going to be Seth because I think Seth is about to start looking towards something else. What that is, I don't know because I know he's not looking for Roman Bell, so I kind of I say that, but I don't know at the same time. Uh, I don't think they're gonna give me the Montez yet because they about to break up the Street Profits, 
and they're gonna turn Dawkins heel, and Dawkins is gonna end his career because just like every time they break a tag team up, one person got to be the sacrifice. And no matter how much, no matter how much he's grown, if they break the street profits up, like they're gonna do, because you can clearly see that this past week, uh, he's gonna he's gonna become a heel unless he joins the hurt business. I don't see nothing. Dawkins is going to be gone. So I'm not really, I don't want to see Montez get the belt because in order for him to get the belt, he's going to have to do, he's going to have to do it. Him and his boat going to have to split. They're not going to do it well. They're not going to do it like they should and just maybe let him have the belt with his brother or partner, whatever. But I can tell, I can, I can tell they about to change some things. But when you look at that lineup, it's either going to be Seth Rollins or Montez. It's not going to be none of those other people or Austin is going to keep the belt. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm I'm not a biggest Austin Theory fan, as I said before. He to me, he's the same character he was. All he did was put the cell phone down. He's trying to still be that. He's literally the same character like that. He everybody say he's the future, but I just, I just don't see it personally. I just think he's boring. I just think he's a generic uh, heel character. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, out, out of that squad, I, I I see Montez, but I just I think Montez and them need them tag belts a little while. A couple couple of times before they start breaking them off. They haven't even had the tag belts that many times. So if they have them all, um yeah, they they need they need they need to split them belts. Now that's now they're gonna split them tag belts up because they've been defending them separately. Mm-hmm. I think they're gonna lose them tag belts come Friday. One of them belts might be gone this Friday. I would hate for Ricochet and Braun Strowman to be the first team to beat them. But um I don't know. Yeah, um, I, I I would love to see the Street Profits as tag team champions, man. They, they really are entertaining, and they were doing something that was interesting where they were inter- introducing uh, matches for the night while they were tag team champions. So they showed that they had the the – I'll say a, a word that I was about to jack up, but they had <laughs> – they, they had uh, – the gift of gab, man. Both of those guys, man, they can really talk and they're entertaining together. So I would love to see them as tag team champions. But to be honest with you, I love watching Montez Ford do his thing in the ring and on the microphone. I think that he is poised. I think that he is ready. Uh, and no slight to Dawkins, man, because Dawkins can still go. But while I was watching Dawkins versus um, Damian Priest, I obviously knew who was going to win that match. <laughs> and I was looking at Dawkins and I'm like, is Dawkins really a lead guy? You know what I'm saying? Like, is he my is he my lead in my movie? And I don't see it, man. Uh so I think that he would have to go heel. And I think he'll be a great heel, man, to be honest with you. But I really don't want to see the street profits uh break up. But if Montez Ford does win the belt, man, I would love to see. The street profits still do their thing and hold each other down, almost like a new day type situation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah, you, saw his, you saw that interview. You saw his face <laughs> when they were doing the interview. He was just like, "Yeah." They, they, they had all the signs. I I really think he gonna if they ever go ahead and push this hurt business uh, gas and stop playing. Um, I think he will be a better fit in the hurt business because my. Montez needs those doesn't need to be a heel. Montez needs to be a face. So if they break them up, then he can be in the hurt business. 
uh, to give him something to do because by himself, he's not going to have it. He's not going to, he's going to be like, what was Otis? What was Otis' old partner? Don't even, don't Tucker. even remember his name. Uh, Tucker. Tucker. Yeah. Ray, what happened to him? He got he fired. But nah, he what? got fired. Did he tell you he quit? Because I remember he got fired. You know what I'm saying? He got let go. <laughs> well, he yeah, he got fired from WWE, but he quit wrestling altogether. Oh, man, that's sad. Yeah, that's yeah, I get it. You know what I mean? You saw what happened. That whole tag team curse. Very few tag teams, uh, you know, once the lead person leaves. You know, Jeff, Matt, Edge, and Christian, they're the few. But if teams like, like those, one, one person gets sacrificed. Yeah, Look at, I, was, I was about to ask you that question. Who do you guys think uh, where the t they were a tag team and they split up that the split actually did good for both members? Um, Edge and Christian. Edge and Christian. And that's almost it. Drew, Drew McIntyre and Sheamus were uh, tag teams. Were like a pop. More so, uh, tag teams that started out as a tag team, not became makeshift. Yeah, look at it. Think about um, it. The boys, the Dudley boys, try to break up for a small amount of time, but you see, they didn't even last long. But if the Dudley boys, if the Dudley boys would have broke up, it would have been the same thing. But they stayed together uh, for the most part. Like there ain't no tag well, team. Well, when they when they were working, um, when they split up and they ended up working two different companies. Bubba Ray still did his thing, and Devon just disappeared. So yeah, it, it, that's that counts. Well, yeah, so I don't think he really disappeared because he started working backstage for WWE. Right, you know so he was mean? he was no longer on TV. So that's why right. I say he disappeared. He was no longer on TV doing anything. Right. Yeah. So yeah, you think about it. There ain't no when the tag team come in like that. It's no many curtains. So who was the uh, what was the Lance Lance uh? Lance, Lance somebody, Trevor, you remember those guys? Uh, Trevor Murdoch and Lance, uh, the guy who the big old country guy, he was with the old pretty boy, yeah, yeah. Like, look at them, and they was actually, they was actually a good tag team to keep it real. Um, mm -hmm. look at Eminem when Eminem was doing strong when they broke up. Uh, your boy, uh, your boy, Joey Mercury, what happened to him? He was backstage with a suit on helping people, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think that I think that orbital injuries what uh, <clears throat> did it for him. So I don't think it's more so of his his charisma, his character. I think because he took that that big injury to his eye, he was never the same after that. Mm. Yeah, but I, I can't think of nobody else. Yeah, it's man, I, it is it is a gift and a curse, and you know, especially if you're relying on some someone's. Uh, someone else's ability and you balance each other out, but obviously when there's somebody who kind of steps out and starts to shine a little bit, you know, either that person, you write LP, either that person gets sacrificed or they step up and they really show, you know, what they can do. So I would hate to see the street profits break up, but if it, if it does happen, I hope it doesn't happen the way that, in the fashion that we know WWE does. Um, I'm always I've always been jealous of you. You've always gotten the opportunities, kind of crap. I don't want to see that. Uh, I think if yeah. I think that they should do an amicable, amicable, that's the right amicable split, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, 
and just support each other, man. And I don't really want to see no backstabbing stuff, man, because it don't make it don't make sense. You know what I'm saying? Um, but we'll see, man. I would love for Montez Ford to win that. Um, also, you know, Bronson Reed, man. Bronson Reed is a he's a powerhouse, man. So this is gonna be he's gonna put on a performance inside that inside that match, also. And I know you guys aren't big fans of Bronson Reed, man, but he. He's really good, man. The boy can go. You know what I'm saying? Give him the belt now. That would that would be, or they might. But I think that would be horrible to give him. I guess you got to look at, just like you said before, who can carry the belt and really, because even when Bobby had the belt, Bobby like made it, he made it a belt again. Seth Rollins makes the belt again. Like these other guys in the match right now, I guess maybe Bronson Reed can make it a power king. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. He would need a mouthpiece. And I think the only mouthpiece that would work for him would be the Miz. Uh, that was a strange kind of kind of I didn't like their interaction. You know what I mean? I know the Miz is really good at ushering in new wrestlers, man, and uh, breaking in new stars and, and bringing in entertainers. The Miz is great at that. But I didn't like the Bronson Reed. Uh, Miz kind of interaction. The Miz kind of got a little curse on him too, where uh, he gives somebody a rub and then they get hurt <laughs> or, mm-hmm. or they get fired or, you know, he kind of moves on. You know? Uh, but anyway, I, I do like seeing the Miz on TV, man. I, I think the Miz is awesome. But let's go back into this uh, Elimination Chamber event, man. We have the Elimination Chamber match uh, for the Raw Women's title. Uh, the current champion, Bianca Belair, is taking on all newcomers. In this match, we have Oscar, Liv Morgan, Nikki Cross, Raquel Rodriguez, Natalia, and Carmella. Fellas, who you got your money's on? Let me go, Mr. Everything. Oh man, uh, it's really hard to say. I mean, it's hard. It's hard to choose a real competitor in this situation because you know I, I want to say Raquel because of her size. You know that would be a good match between her and Bianca, like the power difference. But we all know it's going to go to Carmella. I mean, let's let's just be honest. It's, it's going to go to Carmella. <laughs> uh, as much as we hate it, um, it's going to go to her, and mainly because look at the history of the competitors that we've had for the women's title. We've had little Liv Morgan. We've had little Alexa. Now we're going to have little Carmella. Um, Natalia just just is Natalia. Like she's just there just to fill a spot. Um, uh, Oscar would be a really good pick, but um, they're doing another character change with her, so we you can't even get behind her because we don't know who she is from night and day. So I I'm just gonna have to just choose the obvious and go with Carmella. I hope not. I really don't want to see Carmella versus. Bianca Belair at WrestleMania. That is not a money match. That is a horrible, horrible parent. Mm-hmm. LPZ, 
who do you think is going to take this? Uh, don't they still got one more spot? So they got. Uh, uh, let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six. No, that's six women. I, I, thought, I thought somebody else was going to show up. But yeah, th there is no woman on that, that. You did not list no woman that needs to be a mat, needs to be at WrestleMania. They, they don't need to be on, on the mat in WrestleMania. With the exception of Oscar, I I don't see it being Carmelo. I I just don't. She Carmelo should barely. She she just came back, and she wasn't even that good when she was there. I mean, don't get me wrong. They had her. They had her belt like one time, but everybody knows she still never had it down. Uh, never had the belt. Um, out of everybody in that list, the only one who can give her a match is Oscar. Oscar is the only person that can really give like. If they either gonna make multiple people, she has her has some kind of triple threat match or something. But I don't even think Bianca's losing it at WrestleMania. I mean, you can look at it now. Once again, Bianca don't even have no competition. Uh, damn sure ain't gonna be Nikki Cross. Like, I hate Nikki Cross so much. <laughs> 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 the, oh my god, the way I, she was the way the way I, she I ran think, to me is horrible. Man, I think I, Bianca is is gonna lose it at Mania. Because she doesn't have any competition. To who? It makes, to Carmella? Uh, Come on. Yeah, I think Raquel will give her a run for her money. I think I think Bianca versus Raquel will be a really great match. And I think they would shock a lot of people on the card. You match power with power. Raquel knows how to lead a match. She knows how to sell. Bianca knows how to lead a match. She knows how to sell. I think they can have a very, very physical fight. They could have used, used a do drop. I mean, Piper, Piper, Miven. Piper, Never. Yeah, I think they need to really spice it up, though. They got to have the ad. I thought Lance Bliss was going to show up for some reason. I don't know why I thought that. But um, they need to they need to make it a triple threat or something because. There ain't nobody. I, I would literally go make a sandwich while that match is on. Like, oh. I'm not, I wouldn't care about. <laughs> I don't care about a lot of matches right now. It made the way they're leading up right now. To be honest, um, to go back, what well, Mr. Everything said, um, a topic back. Uh, Cena and Austin Theory can still have a match. It don't they need to still be have a match without it him having. It don't need to be for the belt anyway. Cena ain't you know Cena ain't getting no damn title, so just let him have a match. So he can Austin can still lose that belt. And they still can have a match. Yeah, if, but, yeah. if they put if 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 it's Cena versus Austin Theory for the belt, you know Austin Theory gonna win. You all you already know he's gonna win because John Cena's not coming back to wrestle. <laughs> and and that and that's what will repel like send his uh his career to another level. I don't think just having just a regular one on one for nothing match is gonna help him too much unless he just go in there and just dominates John Cena. On a non like no title involved, but if he do it for the title, and John Cena gives him a competition, he wins. Then that gives Austin Theory that next little step up, um, and then that can make him like a main eventer type of deal where you can go for, you know, the the undisputed title if, if you know they decide to push him that way. Um, but then he, he would have to go up against like maybe Cody or Sami Zayn. Or you know, however, however they do it, um, 
yeah, that's that's how I see it. I don't I don't want to see that. That 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 did not sound interesting to me at all. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you. I would rather really see a triple threat match between Sami Zayn, Cody Rhodes, and Roman Reigns, and that way they can easily have Roman lose the titles without being pinned. That makes sense to me. See, but if they do, if they do that, if they say, in order for them to do that, that means both of the belts are not up. They're saying if Roman gets pinned one time, he loses a belt. If he get pinned twice or whatever. So if they do that, you automatically know Roman's going to lose. So you still want to have something where these guys, you, if they if they say that right now, they made that stipulation. You know damn well Roman's going to lose both belts. So, and that still takes away from this whole entire buildup. Like, I, 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 I don't see how Cody in the picture makes anything anything better. They should have had Cody get eliminated by somebody else, and they should have had Cody and them beat him until after Mania. Uh, I, I don't think Cody's 100% myself, so let's see how that goes. Because I don't know if y'all been paying attention, but I don't think Cody 100%. Uh, pay attention to both his he ain't a hundred percent. Well, uh, we're gonna talk Cody Rhodes in a minute, man, because on Raw, uh, we saw him and Paul Heyman have a, a very interesting verbal battle. But uh, let me go to uh, Edge versus uh, Edge and Beth Phoenix versus Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley. Are uh, you guys excited to see the grit couple? Versus the Judgment Day for Elimination Chamber. I see you shaking your head, Mister Everything. What's on your brain? <laughs> this match does not need to happen. It does nothing for nobody at all. It does nothing for nobody at all. Rhea is already going for the women's title on SmackDown at WrestleMania. She could sit back and just relax, and I ain't worried about nobody. Uh, Finn Balor needs something to do, and if that's his case, do him and, and Edge one last time, no interference, no involvement from anybody, send Edge home on a good note, you know, send him away, let him go ahead and do the retirement that he's talking about doing, uh, Beth Phoenix having a match, uh, I mean, what what is it really going to do for her unless she decides to do more than one match? I think it, it, it just sours the, the taste of the Judgment Day because you have Edge who's getting ready to retire and you have Beth Phoenix who's not going to do more than one match. So it really does nothing for nobody in, in the long run. So I, I'm not even, I don't even care about it. Man, pretty strong words. LPZ, what do you feel about the King of Returns having a match with his wifey? Versus the Judgment Day at Elimination Chamber. First of all, I don't know what this guy's beef is with Edge, but he he got some personal beef with Edge. I don't know if anybody else knows it, but this guy got some real deep-rooted personal beef with the regular superstar. I don't know if he mad. I don't know if he mad because of an old match and Edge cheated and won back in the day. The second Biggie Guerrero. Like, I don't know. I got, a replica, I, look, I got a replica Edge interest jacket that I use for my interest. So it is no beef for him. I mean, if you're going to do it, do Edge and Dominic. That's where it all started. Why Why are we not finishing that whole 
debacle of a storyline. Do we really want to see that? No, we don't. We don't. Okay. However, right. let's go ahead and finish it that way. You got you got Dominic and Mommy against uh, Edge and 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 the Glamazon. That Why not? With yes, see. Sense. Yeah, I, Thank I, you. I think they I think they doing this because they were supposed to do it before. And for whatever reason, they didn't do it before. And now they're trying to completely. I think this will be the end of it, personally. Because you can't. All that time, we kept on thinking Beth Phoenix was going to show up, but she never did. So now they finally got it done. It definitely couldn't, it definitely couldn't have been Dominique. Dominique can't hold no match. We already know that. Um, Dom could have held the match, man, to be honest with you. You know, so if he really needed to, I think that. It would be interesting, but Edge would be. I don't know. I don't know. I think it would, be, it would piss me off. If they, they can't do it with their characters now. You can't have Dominique all of a sudden being a ring general or something. Like, you know, he Dominique runs and he's scared, and that's his thing right now. So I, I don't really care. This It's a match I don't care for. But I don't know. I really wanted to see Edge leave with something better. Like a something different, but they they're not gonna start no new beef. So he has to finish it with Judgment Day because what else he gonna do unless somebody else jump out like AJ Styles or somebody come back out the blue and attack Edge, or maybe maybe with uh with mommy about to do her solo thing, maybe Beth Phoenix betrays Edge and joins the Judgment Day. Yeah 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 yeah. You never you never know what might uh happen. But I, I'm not a big I'm not a big Beth Phoenix fan either myself. So, you know, I guess it's the some fans want to see it, I guess. But uh, you know, I just don't like Happy Edge. I I, I rather he came back is like don't call don't call him a regular superstar anymore because he's not that. He is <laughs> happy. He is happy Edge. And he's still rated R. He has the grabbing booties, so you know he's still rated R. That's more PG thirteen Edge. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> it's PG thirteen Edge rated. <laughs> if this was old, if this was old Edge, old Edge would have already been knocking down uh, mommy. He would have got to him like that by messing with her, like that. Now that would have been some sleep. <laughs> yeah, I can see that happening. Yeah. I can see now that. that <laughs> Before this guy started hating on him so much. Oh man, the hate that we are we are seeing, fellas. Well, I think that the Elimination Chamber event is going to be pretty good. But, you know, once we have it, we'll take it to school and do our grading system like we usually do, fellas. Uh, let's, go, let's go over to SmackDown real quick because there's only really one thing that I really want to talk about, man. Um, Roman Reigns came in the ring. He addressed the fans. The fans were shouting Sami Zayn's name. He was like, well, I came in here to talk about something a little bit more important uh, that, that needs my attention, being Cody Rhodes. But if you guys want to talk about Sami, we'll talk about Sami. Decided to talk about Sami. Then this black figure with a hood on comes in a ring and attacks Roman Reigns with a chair. The hoodie comes off. It just so happens to be Sami Zayn. Roman Reigns gets out the ring. Sami Zayn said, I have never wanted anything from you until now. I want your titles. I'm coming for your titles, Roman. That was big. That set up the Elimination Chamber match where Sami Zayn is now uh, against Roman Reigns. 
I don't think that we're going to see a title change, but if it did happen, that would be the one of the greatest moments in WWE history, to be honest with you. And I think I will be more interested to see Sami Zayn win the titles in Montreal versus Cody. Him drip, drop uh, some Roman Reigns dropping the belts to Cody at WrestleMania. Because that will be the, the greatest conclusion to this story. That will be the period at the end of the story. And then you can go into WrestleMania, where it's Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes versus Sami Zayn. You, you know what I think they should do, truthfully? This needs to be a Kofi Kingston moment. I think Sammy needs to lose at Elimination Chamber with an asterisk. You know, it needs to be something that happens to make him, you know, make Roman just get away with the titles. Aren't they doing money in the bank at Mania? I haven't heard that. I've, I've heard that, but I'm not too sure about that. And, I'm, and Priest almost said somebody if he did say something like that. He messed up yeah, on he camera. Did. He, he, he's stupid and dumb. I love you, Priest. Uh, uh, I think Sammy loses that chamber, wins money in the bank, cashes in. There's your title split. Yeah, but did, haven't they started doing money in the bank? It's on pay per view. They don't do it at WrestleMania. No more, they canceled. They? they canceled the pay per view. They canceled it. They canceled pay per view. But they still have the money in the bank event. And to be honest with you, it makes it makes sense to do it at WrestleMania because that will make it very, very much more interesting if they did do that. And then somebody won money at the bank on WrestleMania and then came out during the main event, cashed it in, and then won the belt. I think that would be freaking amazing. Yeah, and I think I think Sammy, I think Sammy needs to climb. <clears throat> the latter, per se, to get in, to be able to qualify for the Money in the Bank ladder match at WrestleMania. So I think uh, lose that chamber, go through the bloodline leading up to WrestleMania. Every match you have to win in order to qualify. So you got to keep fighting, keep fighting until he gets to main event, Jay. And Jay says, I ain't doing it. It's like they did with coffee when they said, yo, we 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 forfeit. New day, y'all can have this match. Go ahead and, and win that for your boy. I think main event Jay says, yo, I, I'm I'm just not with it. And he walks away from it and gives uh Sami Zayn that moment. He had goes into WrestleMania at the money in the bank and then he cashes in and then there's the opportunity to be able to split the two titles. If he pins Roman, he can get one title and then Cody can go and turn around. And pin them for the other one. I can I like that builder, to be honest with you. I'm you know, I think that can happen, but the only problem with that is that it would issue Solo Sokova's first loss. He can't be undefeated forever. Okay. Do you want him to lose to Sami Zayn though, realistically? Yes. I would rather I would rather him lose it in a battle with somebody. And have a have a Gunther Sheamus brawl and lose it that way, than to be than to lose it to Sami Zayn for a build up to Roman Reigns. 
Yeah, but how many yeah. times has he have him have him getting a win? Solo undefeated, but he ain't undefeated straight up. Solo, solo is undefeated, but Sammy helped him on a couple of the wins. So let's not act like Solo is this dominant person. Because if you want to keep it a buck, Sammy, Sammy could, Sammy could beat Solo. Mm -hmm. I win, there's a win. Sammy, Sammy is good, man. And I think uh, a lot of Sammy's antics and the way he looks makes him very good in the ring. Like, yeah, he's very good. 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 Ray Mysterio said something when uh, Dominic had a match against Sami Zayn, and Dominic <laughs> was underestimating Sami Zayn, and so Ray was like, "Hey man, don't underestimate Sami Zayn. Don't underestimate him because you know, of how he looks. He's very crafty. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? And for crafty wrestlers, you always have to watch out for crafty wrestlers because you don't know they're very vindictive. You don't know what they'll do." To be able to get that win, Seth Rollins is one of those characters. Even though Seth Rollins is an amazing wrestler, uh, he's a great personality, but he is crafty. I've always liked crafty wrestlers because they think with their mind and they and they play a lot of psychology in the ring. Sami Zayn is a master of psychology, and if I would have said that about a year ago, y'all would have chewed my head off. <laughs> Matter of fact, I did say it a year ago, and I got my head chewed off. But Sami Zayn <laughs> is a is a is a master in the ring, man, and especially ring psychology. Uh, and like I said, it's it's, it's Roman the the character of the of the uh, tribal chief is so good right now because Roman became a master of psychology in the ring. That's why all of his matches and his moves are very slow and stoic and very thought out. You know what I'm saying? So he became, he started becoming comfortable inside the ring, inside himself and his character. And he became a master of psychology, just like a Randy Orton is, and just like a, who you say, John Cena is. You know what I'm saying? All of these guys have mastered, you know, getting into their opponent's heads, making them think one thing. And it's very dangerous for a person to think that you're weak, but you're actually you're actually one of the most dangerous men in the locker room. So, you know, what I'm saying, let me let me ask a, a question like that, Mister Everything. Have you ever had anybody underestimate you in the ring? Every every single match, um, <laughs> and it always does not work out for them, even though somebody might think I get beat up all the time. <laughs> they always they always underestimate my ability until they actually get in the range and they're like okay this is a lot tougher than i expected so uh it's definitely something that can happen you got to remember Sami Zayn has spent all this time with the bloodline so he knows every single weakness that every member has. He is Batman of the Justice League right now. Yep. That was a that was a good that was a good comparison. Yeah, uh, uh, well, thank you. Thank you. Hey, that thank was a really good comparison. I don't, I don't know. I guess we'll know uh just coming a week. But I don't I don't think Jay gonna show up until pay review. I I got a different vision. <laughs> he what I, he's gonna forfeit his titles? My vision. It won't be both of them. 
and then it just it just be one of them. It, but I say that because mm. imagine if Jay doesn't show back up and how the contract signing is going to tell a lot too, whether they say both belts or if they say anything that give you a clue about one belt. I can see Jay showing up and doing something to Roman, and that's how Sammy wins. That's how Sammy wins the belt. That would be just that pop would be just as just as good as Sammy winning. Sammy can't beat Roman straight up. I like Sammy. Let's keep it a buck. He's not gonna beat Roman straight up. So only way Sammy can beat Roman is if if Jay or somebody else interferes. So if I was gonna do that, I wouldn't have Jay show back up until the pay per view, like out of out of nowhere. Then you start bringing them back because I mean that's say he, he don't show up. If he don't, now if he don't show up Friday, then you know I'm right. But he might show up Friday. He might do the match and then leave and be like, you know what? I did what I, I did. What I was supposed to do. I'm still in the bloodline. Walk out. So the contract signing and what happens Friday is going to tell a lot about my theory. But if he don't show up Friday, he's going to show up in the pay per view and uh, make make Roman lose one belt because he still got to wrestle Cody. Then Sammy got a belt on SmackDown. So whenever Cody gets or whatever, he'll be on Raw. But then you you don't mess up your main event. You still got your main event, and you also got Sammy with the belt, which everybody had wanted. But would you, know, you want Sammy on SmackDown or Raw? Sammy's on SmackDown. He need to be on SmackDown. You can't have you can't get Sammy the belt and leave him on Raw. Sammy Sammy is a SmackDown guy. Cody is yeah, a Raw. Cody's guy. a Raw. Yeah, so that way that way you got your. And you know, Sammy, Sammy can fight somebody else for the belt. You know, he might fight Jimmy or Solo or who knows what they can do. It's not gonna matter because it's at that point in time, it's Sammy just getting the belt. Right. That's what, what is what is that what does that do? It's just a matter of if they're gonna do it right. Well, what does that do to the character of Roman Reigns, though? If he loses at Elimination Chamber. And then goes into WrestleMania. Where's his headspace at that moment? Is it still stuck on Sami Zayn going into that? And then he loses Cody, and then he loses mine, and the entire bloodline shatters. Or he leaving after Mania? I'm telling you, he don't have nothing left. Roman has no reason to continue to be in WWE after WrestleMania. If he, he keeps really the keeps the belt, then you continue to do this mess. More pay views, more pay views. This is the perfect time to give him that ending, and then he'll leave and try, try to be, try to be Hollywood when he can be making the Chaperone Part Two, and uh, the, uh <laughs> he gonna be in the Marine Seven. <laughs> he gonna try to be Hollywood. He gonna stink, and he eventually gonna come back. Roman gonna be gone. I'm telling you, you, you gotta look at it. What does Roman have a reason to stay? He could be. In, he could be Aquaman three. Huh? He could be an Aquaman three. He would. And you know what? And that money, that movie probably would make a lot more money. To be honest with you, it would be interesting uh -huh. to see your tribal chief as an actual chief to a nation of Mermia. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I can. I can see that. Listen, I think. I think whether Roman Reigns drops the belts to Cody Rhodes, or whether he pretty much retires at the top of his game. Temporarily. Because he always have a home in WWE. 
if he if he just drops the belts in some type of way where he can come back and say, I never lost the belts. Then you have a Roman versus Cody too, or a Roman versus whoever too. You know what I'm saying? And then that will open up a lot more interest because then you will want to see that, especially if they've had a great match. I think that Roman should retire on top, man. I don't think that he should, should drop the belts to nobody. I think that he should retire on top and then they should split the belts and then they should have um, a, a WrestleMania backlash match to determine the two new champions. Two new champions? No. That, well, if they split the belts, I'm saying if they split the belts, they would have a Raw champion and a SmackDown champion. I think you need you need a you need to split the belt some type of all, all we're doing is trying to figure out how they're gonna split the belts. Yeah, but you kind of us have our theory, you know. You gotta have a it got it gotta it's still gotta continue the story though. You just can't have Roman beat Cody and then be like, you know what, I'm going to get the belts. Like that would that that would that would destroy all this time we've had invested. I don't care about Cody. I'm talking about more of the Sammy. That that yeah, would right. That's like, I don't know if you guys watch horror movies. I don't know if y'all watch Halloween, the first two, the last two Halloween movies. I don't know if you guys So last yeah. two Halloween movies. And then they had this third damn Halloween movie. which supposed to be in the ending. It's supposed to be in Michael versus Laurie and this blah, blah, blah. Michael Myers is barely in the movie. They got some scrub, some other young boy. It's the worst shit ever. So everybody's like super pissed, like, how are y'all gonna build this mess up? Michael Myers was damn near indestructible in part two. And the third one, he get beat up by a he get beat up by a damn basically a teenager. And he takes his mask. So you don't want a soprano fade to black ending. Like everybody's invested in it. So you got to, you you got to do that. And also, too, right now it's 2023, right? What what did LeBron just do? LeBron just broke the score in time, right? In basketball, a great moment in history. Tom Brady has officially retired. Another great moment in history. Roman Reigns retires on top. Or just retires or whatever. That's another echelon in, in sports history. Like, they can write this. I, I need, I need, they, need write hire, they need to hire me. Hey, man, you just got to apply for it. They don't want no black that would, that would be so interesting, man. But I, I definitely want to see Roman Reigns versus Cody Rose. But if that happens, Cody has to take the belts, man, because that would really be the icing on the cake on Cody's story that he's been telling ever since he came back. But the, the bigger story to me, to be honest with you, is the Sami Zayn versus Roman Reigns. And if Sami wants to take a belt... <laughs> I think that would be huge. That would be a great moment in wrestling history. And if Cody does win the belt, who do you think the first person is going to go after him? Seth Rollins. Seth freaking Rollins. Like I said, Seth is waiting for something else. <clears throat> That's what it is. Yeah, I definitely see that. Seth Rollins is definitely going to be able to, 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 to make that happen. Uh, fellas, let's go over to Raw, man, and uh, I know we've been talking Cody Rhodes, but let's let's talk about this Cody Rhodes versus Paul Heyman uh, back and forth that they had on Monday Night Raw. Man, it got super personal uh, when Cody Rhodes was telling the story of how back in 2000, the year 2000, 
Um, his father was not wrestling at the top of his game. Uh, and between him and his brother and his dad, they had $100 to split between each other. And Paul Heyman, who was running ECW at the time, had called uh, Dusty Rose and asked Dusty Rose to come in and, and perform to do something you know, for the event. And he put some money in uh, the Rose household. Cody Rose never forgot that. It was a very emotional moment. Uh, Paul Heyman. <laughs> Paul Heyman is a master, man, because he sinks you in. He gets you in your feelings and your emotions. And then he sticks a dagger in in any hole that he can. <laughs> it's not even in your back. He sticks the knife in your hole. He is, he is a master. Paul Heyman, Paul Heyman said, before your daddy died, he told me <coughs> that you, Cody Rose, is his favorite son. But he said, but Roman Reigns is the son I should have had. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> How can you make something even more interesting than that? Bro, it like you can obviously see that Cody Rhodes was very uh bothered by that. And he walks up to Paul Heyman and he said, Look, I'm just trying to win a damn wrestling match. And everybody wants to make this personal. So I'm going to take those titles off of Roman Reigns personally. Fellas, I want to get your, your thoughts and interactions on the whole Paul Heyman versus Cody Rose. And I just want to, if y'all could just take a second to give Paul Heyman his flowers because of what he's created. Just over the years, but just in general, the last couple of years have been must-see TV, and the, the story of the bloodline has Paul Heyman all over there, and he has created the greatest storyline in WWE and wrestling history. Mr. Everything, go. <laughs> uh, I did not get a chance to see the segment, but... <clears throat> Anything involving Paul Heyman is a seller. Oh no, no doubt about it. I mean, let's let's take a second to go back to Paul, uh, Jake Paul, and I mean Logan Paul and Roman Reigns. We didn't want to see that match, but Paul Heyman made us want to see that match. Um, Paul Heyman is is an absolute genius in everything he does. Uh, I'm going to go and watch that segment <laughs> uh, as soon as we get off this podcast. But I just know that anybody who has not watched everything that's been leading up to this moment, if that's all they saw, they want to see this match. They, they don't even have to know the backstory, the history, anything that Paul Heyman speaks on and you listen to that man, it makes you want to see that match without even knowing the history. So, uh, yes, definitely give Paul Heyman his flowers. 
LPZ, did you get a chance to check out the exchange between uh, Paul Heyman and Cody Rhodes? Uh, yeah, I, I thought it was good. I, I thought it was smart to use Paul Heyman to build a matchup and not Roman. Because him and Roman wouldn't have really made nobody really want to see it no more than they either they want to see it or they don't want to see it now. This did put fuel in the uh, another fuel in the fire. Um, I don't want to see Paul keep on carrying the match though. Him and him and Roman, they gotta find another way to spice it up more. I don't know how they're gonna do that. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I think that really made people want to see it more that maybe didn't want to see it. Make it. They had to make it personal because it ain't nothing there. Like there ain't nothing there to between them. That like I, I really like keep it real. I would literally not pay attention to that match at WrestleMania. I was I'd be flipping my burgers on the grill while that match is going on. <laughs> so they gotta do they gotta do something uh, to make it better. So I guess we'll see how that uh. You know, if, if it worked, but they they got a long it's a long time to main like a long time, so they gotta uh they gotta keep adding they gotta keep adding fire to it. I don't know how I got a feeling that his brother's gonna show up in some kind of way. I don't know why, but I feel like they're gonna keep this personal thing going. Um, first of all, I don't know how three grown men only had a hundred dollars. Them boys should have been working at Walmart or Dollar General. <laughs> I know you got the dream, bro, but y'all got to do that to me. Come on. Uh, I, I definitely get the story. It was a good story, but I mean, I've always liked Paul Heyman. I think Paul Heyman would have been better than Vince if Paul Heyman had the resources that Vince had. Um, ECW was very different from WWE and uh, WCW, but if Paul Heyman would have had Vince McMahon money, it would be a we'd be, we'd be watching a totally different uh <laughs> show right now. Yeah. I can agree with that, man. Um let me uh switch it over real quick to one thing that I thought was really interesting, staying with Raw. We saw JVL leaving Baron Corbin. What do you think about it? How did you feel about it? Let me go LPZ. Uh I'm gonna be honest. I was never into this thing to start with. <laughs> Baron Corbin has been a heel without him all this time. He didn't need him now. Nothing, nothing was, nothing came from it. Like nothing. So I, I don't really care. Like Baron Corbin has always been a dope heel. Like J, it'd be different if JBL was doing something more, but he really was just walking out there with him. Right. Um, I kind of saw it coming anyway because it just, I don't know, I don't even know what they expected to do. I felt like if they were going to bring JBL in, Brandon Corbin should have have more wins, more significant wins of going for a title or, or something. Like, I do like the fact that Hall of Famers being managers, I wish they did that more. But I want them to be true managers. Like, JBL really wasn't a manager. He was just, he was out there. Important. Yeah, yeah. He was out there, so... Brian Corbin, his his whole entire character now is trash. So I don't I don't know. I think he needs a whole overhaul any damn way. I don't want him to go back being homeless or whatever that stupid mess was before. <laughs> bum ass Corbin, you don't want him to go back to being bum ass Corbin. No, nah, he needed uh, he needed to go back to the uh, the Brian Corbin where he was just he just was just this angry guy all the time. So I don't know. Long, long walk. Yeah. 
Yeah, but yeah, I don't I don't think nobody nobody cared about uh JBL and Baron Oh man, let me let me. I I love JBL, man. But am I the only one who think that his suits don't quite fit properly? Like he will really benefit from seeing the tailor. I'm tired of seeing these big ass Steve Harvey ass suits <laughs> on, on on JBL, man. Uh, he he from Texas, man. I know if he walk outside with them pants legs, something gonna crawl up. It's just too it's just too much. It's too wide. It's too wide. It's too, much, too much material, <laughs> he man. <laughs> he don't look like he got no money. He don't look like, you know, this, this, like he used to look. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, when Bobby Lashley come out in a suit, that damn suit is perfect. Hey, that I was thinking bad. that. I was thinking that. I was like, man, that's a badass suit. I said, whoever styled oh, Bobby for this, I was like, man, that's, they looking out for you, boy. The man is also wears really great suits. And we can go into that, man, see who got the best suit game. Uh, but you already know your boy uh, Seth Rollins will be at the top of that list because his some of his suits, man. Even though I would never no, wear stop. some of stop. his things, they bro. Some of his suits, I'm like, I, look, I wouldn't wear that, but that's too hot. Huh? He had on Becky shirt last week. <laughs> I said suits. I ain't talking about see through nipple shirts. I'm talking about suits. I'm talking about suits. <laughs> I'm talking about suit game. I'm talking about who got in that suit game, man. Uh, but yeah, JBL, I think he tried to do something for Baron Corbin. Uh, if anything, he gave him a little rub, but <laughs> JBL said you can't polish a turd. And that was the funniest thing I've heard. And that's kind of how this situation is. Uh, it kind of stinks. It's a little turdy. So we'll see where Baron Corbin goes from here, man. Uh, like you said, I don't want to see bum-ass Corbin come back into the mix, man. Um, also, we saw Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley. Uh, they had an interaction in, in the ring. And like you just alluded to, Bobby Lashley had a badass suit. And I'm glad that he wore boots because... Brock Lesnar picked his ass up and F5'd him twice. And the fans egged the second one on. First, he was about to leave out the ring after he did the first one. And I'm looking at Bobby. I'm like, I'm glad he wore them boots, them zip-up boots, because his shoes would have definitely flew off. So <laughs> he took, the fans were chanting, one more time. One more time. One more time. Brock Lesnar looked into the, looked into the uh, crowd and f 5 Bobby Lashley. One more time. Made Bobby Bobby who look look a little weak. Uh, but uh they have a contract signing next week. What do you guys think is gonna happen at this contract signing? I think it's gonna be the same thing that happens at every contract signing. Uh let me go, Mr. Everything. Why, why, why? Why are they doing the contract <laughs> signing? They, there's no title involved, nothing. I I, I like to elude it the them alluding to the fact that this is another match between the two of them. Um, like LP talked about for the longest time, they need to do a series. But it, that segment was horrible. It was like, it was like both those guys forgot what they're supposed to be talking about. Because Brock Lesnar went out there, he talked about something, and he talked about something else, and then he said the same thing twice, and that showed me Okay, you trying to give um, Bobby Lashley his cue to come out. He just said the same thing twice, and then Bobby Lashley came out, and then he he couldn't tell what he was talking about. 
And then there was a spot where Brock Lesnar went to go grab the mic from him, and he pulled the mic back, and I was like, "You guys is y'all y'all lost." And even Bobby Lashley went to go walk out the ring, and then he turns around and says something else to give him the cue. Just we f out me, stupid. <laughs> it was horrible, and I, I don't understand the contrast on it. I mean, this just have a match. And then have another match, and then have another one, and then let the contract signing be something to where it's a a gimmick match, not just a regular one on one, regular degular. Let's get a gimmick match between the two of them, last man standing or cage match or something like that. That needs a contract signing, not just a regular degular. Would be very interesting between them two. Yeah, and, yeah. and I think they, they really do great on on that. Um, it will be it will be brutal, and I would want to see that. Be honest with you, give me fight pit match at WrestleMania uh, with Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley. Give him um, an octagon. Give him an octagon style match because they've both been in, in MMA. Let's get one of those. That yeah. would be a a show stealer, no matter where you put it. And let's let's have one of those, and let's send. One to the gulag and the other one to you know the stratosphere. Yeah, I, I definitely want to see it. I, I want to see a clean win. I don't want to see no BS. I don't want to see no false finish. I don't want to see nothing. I really want to see a clean one, two, three, and you know the best man wins. Let it happen like that, uh, fellas. On Saturday, we had a major event for NXT. Uh, they went to Charlotte. North Carolina, and they had a warm reception from that crowd. The whole event was banging. It reminded me of an old school takeover. Every match on the card was really good, but it's two that I really want to bring up, and one of them is mired in controversy. Uh, we have the very first match, Wes Lee versus uh, Dajakovic, or Dijak. Um, the match was actually really, really good. Classic David versus Goliath. Um, it was it was a very up and down fight. I was really into it, but at the end of the match, I wanted to uh, just show some of the damage that Dijak ended up having. Man, do you see the boy fingers? Do you see his phalanges? He is throwing up gang signs with side <laughs> forever, a.k.a. the strong hand. I hate to say it. Uh, I hope he gets better. But, man, that was a gruesome <laughs> injury. You know, I don't – boy, boy, that finger was, was leaning. They had a gangster lean to it. Uh, I, heard, I hope that he gets better, man. But uh, that was a pretty – Pretty gruesome when I saw it on TV. I'm like, dang, when, he, when did he break his finger? So uh, I hope he gets a little bit better, man. But uh, that was one of the things that happened. Uh, Mr. Everything, have you ever seen a finger injury in the ring? I had a hand injury, not a finger. I haven't seen any finger injuries, but I had a hand injury. That was the dumbest way that possible that it happened. And I still want to punch the guy in the face because it made no sense. But um, 
Yeah, that's that's probably the only thing as far as a hand is considered that I've ever seen. What happened with your hand injury? I gave the guy a drop kick. Okay, me, I hit him with a drop kick, and he landed on my hand. His entire body landed on my hand and broke my hand. No. Yeah, see, and you're not you're not even a wrestler. You're making that face like how? Yeah, how? I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't know how. <laughs> needless to say, it happened in the beginning of the match. So needless to say, that match ended really, really quickly. Really, and I was very, very pissed because I that was right before I had an opportunity with Steve Carino, working with his promotion. Mm-hmm. So I was like, not only did you break my hand, but you possibly have ruined my chances of working for this man. Um, but I am a wrestler. I am a warrior, and I kept wrestling with a broke hand anyway. <laughs> so. Yeah, hey, man, I salute you on that, brother, because it's not hard. I mean, it's not easy, uh, you know, doing anything when you have an injury, man, let alone something physical as wrestling, man. So uh, we wish Dijak uh, a, a quick, speedy recovery. Um, the second match that happened, where I want to show some light on is the NXT Championship, man, with uh, Braun Breaker versus Grayson Waller. That was a great match. Uh, it was a cage match. But right after that, something happened during the press conference uh, with Shawn Michaels and Grayson Waller just so happened to walk in. Fellas, I want you guys to watch this video clip and let me know what your thoughts on it is. We're going to talk to do this Hey, can I write something? I'm going to less. Hey, we're going to talk about it? Oh, here we go. Here we go, all these... All these simps, huh? There's Sean Ross simp. No, no, no. We need to talk now. You can talk to these guys later. Huh? Why? Why? Let me, let me ask you a question. Yeah? Why well, am I not the guy, yeah? I'm going to put hearts on my gear? Are the rest of these fans? You got all these fans. A bunch of fans in the locker room. Yeah? No, talk to me now. Talk to me now. What do you want? You want me to take a photo? I can do your pose? You can pretend to be Diesel? You want me to be a fan of you? Is that how I get to be your guy? I'm going to be a fan? Oh, okay, A-Train. Okay, A-Train. Yes, coach. No, no, no. Talk to me, Sean. I'm right here. Talk. You got to be kidding me, man. You got to be kidding me. Hey, come Man, that's your boy, Grayson Waller. Right after that, Sean apologized for what happened. And uh, he was saying that he can can relate uh, to Grayson Waller. He was young and, and he was like that when he was coming up in, in the business. Um, and he said to his credit, Grayson Waller is the same person behind the stage that he is in the ring that the fans see as a character. Um that ultimately led to the suspension of Grayson Waller. I want to get you get you guys' thoughts on what just happened, uh, Mr. Everything. I think that is brilliant. Uh, I don't really follow Grayson Waller too much. I know he does antagonize the legends uh, and the Hall of Famers. I think that's really good. That really shows... Um, a lot of spunk and fire and someone who's really trying to make it. However, that can be a double-edged sword for that man. Because if you don't go as far as putting your hands on a legend, now you just look like you just all talk. Right. Like you do a lot of trash talk to all the legends, but now you're not even doing anything as far as putting your hands on them. Um, But 
it, it does make you want to see what else he's capable of doing and saying. So I want to rest and see what happens next with him. Oh, man. LP, what do you think about Grayson Waller's actions? I know you're probably not too familiar with Grayson Waller. He had some uh, back and forths with AJ Styles, and he actually had a match with AJ Styles. And, uh, he's been calling out a couple of legends, but you know, I think that right there kind of crossed the line professionally. What do you think about Grayson Waller and uh, one of your favorites, Shawn Michaels' interactions? Uh, I mean, it, it was it was pretty good. I mean, it sounded like somebody who's probably, you know, working back, working, and they're tired of seeing other people get stuff that they're not getting when they feel they earn it. You know, saying, you know, what you want me to put some hearts on my stuff? <laughs> like, that sounds like, sound like some shit I say to somebody when I'm tired of them. Like, what, what I got to do? You want me to tap dance for you like everybody else? I'm like, that's that's why I work for myself now. Cause that be the stuff to get me get me in the office, get me wrote up. Um, <laughs> I, I like I like I like that energy. That was that that was pretty. Dope. I don't know if um I saw a dude do an interview with Cody Rhodes the other day, and it sounded like him. I don't know if it was that dude or not. Um, talking about how he wanted to fight Cody, and he had respect for Cody and this and that. And it, it sounded like it might have been that dude. I didn't know who the dude was, and I saw it on uh, TikTok. Mm-hmm. That may be okay. that may be. Um. But yeah, you know, as you, if you're a young wrestler, you gotta you gotta do stuff like that if you want to be seen. You just can't keep on, you know, being in the background. Let's say when you walk into a room, you punch the biggest guy in the room in the face. Like that's just that's Don prison rules right there. When Don was locked up, Don went in there, he knocked out the biggest guy in the room. And, oh God. That's how that's how that's how you know I don't. I, I'm not a wrestler, but I've known wrestling my whole life. So I know there's a lot of guys that's probably like, you know, even with females, just like uh, Sasha Banks, like Ronda Rousey gets way too damn much. She just showed up. Y'all give her this, that, and third, and I bust my tail for, you know, X, Y, Z years, and right. y'all give it to her. Or even with Brock. I mean, I like Brock, but at times I'm like, come on, Brock. You just can't just jump out of nowhere and squash Kofi Kingston and get the belt, and it's okay. Or, you know, Keep on, they keep on playing Bobby Lashley, you know, him f and Bobby Lashley twice. Like, I'm I'm tired of seeing Bobby Lashley get played. When Bobby Lashley actually got better stacks, he actually said it in that in that interview. I've been whooping your ass for a minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I know that the frustration get to you. So yeah, I like I like when they use that frustration or realness in promos. Same thing with Cody Rhodes and Paul Heyman. That's what made that promo. Cause you know it was the truth. Yeah, it was the truth. Yeah. You know, and it's good to put a little bit of truth in your promos, man, because it make people care about it. You know what I mean? It make people care about it. All right. Well, listen. Beautiful people. Best. Damn. Nation. We're about to end the show. But right before I do, I want to give one person the WTF award. Uh, that deserves it. This Wednesday, uh, earlier today, I was watching um, <clears throat> Dynamite. John Moxley had a match with uh, Hangman Adam Page. During the match, John Moxley was in the corner. Hangman Page was on the other side of the ring. The cameraman zoomed in on John Moxley's face. John Moxley 
visibly on camera took something and cut himself on camera. The camera zoomed out and then the big camera came in and then John Moxley proceeded to bleed all over the ring and all over the arena and all over his opponent. I have to give John Moxley for doing that. And I'm sorry, fellas, but he has to get the WTF award. What the f What's that? What the f What's that? Now, does he, does he deserve that award? Does the cameraman deserve that award? The cameraman definitely the deserves cameraman. that award. So we all know Blaze. We all know Blaze. I think he deserves that because he could have did that. He could have did that a, a different way if he needed to get color or get color naturally. You know what I'm saying? But John Moxley bleeds in every match. In every single match. Every match doesn't need color. You said it before, Mr. Everything. You don't have to, you can still have a great match and you don't have to bleed all over the place. If something happens during the match and you get color, okay, great. But you don't have to cut yourself every match. And I, as a fan, when I saw that, it turned me off. And I did not want to watch the entire product after seeing that. Was that the first no. time you ever somebody bleeding? No. Okay, because I've seen, I've, I've, it, WCW, you see it all the time. I see it all the time. You see it all the time. Yeah, they gave me like this. Yep. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, WCW, they did it a lot. ECW, man, that blood was more like, <laughs> they would draw it out of their opponents. But the a lot of the times, guy? they would cut themselves, too. What's the black guy? Uh, New Jack? New Jack. New Jack. Got, he got damn blade scars all on his damn body. <laughs> on his head. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he does. What he yeah, did, man. Yes, he did. Rest in peace. Yeah, rest, rest in, in peace, New Jack, man. Uh, but I, I hate to see it, man. And and I think yes, if I'm a new fan, right, and I'm watching that, and I see that, and I'm like, you, the guy literally just cut himself. You know what I'm saying? Now he's bleeding all over the place because he cut <laughs> himself. And and then in the match, if it, it would make sense if you saw where he got the color. But he was just sitting there in the corner. Dude ain't even touch him. He all of a sudden he just cut now he gushing blood everywhere. Ah, I don't want to see that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't want to see that. If you're gonna get color man, get color naturally. That's all I'm saying though. If you're gonna do it, do it in a way that yeah like okay yeah that blow definitely caused him to get color. Have you ever played it? Oh, me? We don't wrestle yeah you <laughs> 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 Absolutely not. Will I ever do it? Absolutely not. Mm -mm. Nah, I'm good. Uh, only time I actually bled in the match was the hard way, and that was when I did that dive over the top rope, and the guy wasn't there to uh for the spot, and I went head first into the concrete. That was the only time, and that would be the only time. You never done like a hardcore match or a, a, a match where it required that kind of stuff. We did, and we got away from it by not hitting each other in the head. Um, so we do like strong body shots, and body slams on the ladder, which is painful. I hate body slams on the ladder. Um, I've taken a rock bottom off the ladder. Uh, we've done Spanish flies, used 
garbage cans and candlesticks, but we always stayed away from the head because, you know, eventually you do have to show a bruise or a cut or something. So, um, but. When are we going to see the, 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 the extreme clips? You need to make some clips of some of the extreme matches. Extreme everything? Oh, hey, I, never, I never seen you get hit with them before. We need a we need a montage. <laughs> hits, Mister Mister Everything Extreme Matches. Like we want to see you get right. thrown out a window. I, I got I got you. You know what? I got you. I, I just did a ladder. I mean, not like a cage match in January. So I have that. Now you're gonna have me going into the archives and find all these. Oh, <laughs> uh, we got to see it. Uh, we're going to go ahead and put that on uh, the Best Damn Nation group page and the BD uh, Wrestling Podcast page. Mr. Everything's Greatest Hits. <laughs> Some of those <laughs> compilations up, <of>, man. Backyard Wrestling. <laughs> yeah, Backyard Wrestling. The good stuff from back good in the day. Stuff. Oh, man. Fellas, it's been a great show as always, man. Thank you guys for being here with me. Go ahead and let the people know what you got going on and where can they follow you. Let's go, Mr. Everything. Oh, man. Right now, I don't have nothing going on except for that little secret project uh, <laughs> that I still can't tell you guys about. However, I do have a movie that's going to premiere on March 2nd on Tubi. I don't want to hear nothing, LP. <laughs> Tubi. What are you talking about? I love Tubi. No. Okay. All right. <laughs> I watch, I watch, I watch, I watch Tubi every night. I watch uh, Transformers, G.I. Joe, uh, all, all the old TV shows. I love Tubi. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. I'm a little different. I watch all the Hulu shows on Tubi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's called A Brother's Turmoil. It airs March 2nd. Um, so be sure to tune in to that. I'm really excited about that project. We, it took us a long time to actually get it done and get it out there. So I'm excited to see the finished product. I haven't even seen it yet. So I, I'm going to be just as surprised as everybody else when it comes out on March 2nd. Awesome, man. You guys go check that out on Tubi on March the 2nd. I went looking for it. And I, I realized, okay, now I know it didn't premiere yet. But I was looking for it the other day. I was like, yeah, who's that? Uh, brother's turmoil. And then I forgot how to spell turmoil. So I had to Google it. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, drop, I'll drop the trailer in the, uh, in the group chat in the, in the, on the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast uh, page. All right. Awesome, man. We appreciate that, my brother. LPZ, what you got going on and where can the people find you? Uh, same old as always, you know, doing photo shoots. Got a fashion show April the 23rd in Durham, North Carolina. Uh, just pop me on my Instagram, one click photography shoots, and you can just keep up with everything I got going on right there on that bike. Awesome, man. Uh, we're excited to see that fashion show. You're going to shut down the Bull City with it, Jack. You know what I'm saying? If you're in Durham, man, go check out the Renaissance Fashion Show. Uh, it's going to be amazing. LP always puts on great productions, man. So see the resident villain of the best damn wrestling podcast. Get it in. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Beautiful people. Best Damn Nation. If you want to follow us, go to our Instagram at the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. You can follow our Facebook group at the Best Damn Wrestling Nation. You can go to our Facebook page at the BD Wrestling Podcast. 
You can go to our Twitter at Best Damn Crew. You can go to our Twitch at the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. And you can follow us on TikTok at Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. And if you want to support this show, well, the only thing you got to do is go to our Patreon. You go to www.patreon.com backslash the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. You can support your boys for as low as $5. Get all kind of good as we got cups and hoodies and shirts and all kind of goodies for your pleasure. So go to our Patreon, the best damn wrestling podcast, and support your boys, Mister Everything LPZ. It's always great seeing you guys. Uh, please update the fans on what you got going on on our pages. Uh, if you want to follow us, you know where to follow us. And if you want to listen to the show, well, you can listen to us on Pandora. You can listen to us on iHeartRadio. We're on Amazon Music. We're on Google Podcasts. We're on anywhere that you want to get your podcast. You can listen to your boys as we get in each and every Wednesday. Fellas. You know I like to do this, man. We like to leave people with a little bit of inspiration. Mr. Everything, do you have a final word for the beautiful people? Yes. Uh, Jesus is on the main line. Tell them what you want. Just don't ask me for the phone number because I, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Look in your white pages. <laughs> well, he took it back. Jesus is on the main line. Tell them what you want. <laughs> Oh, they, they take you back to church when the ushers had the white gloves and they were like uh, uh, security guards. They were always <laughs> me. And the old lady always had some good candy in her pocket. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you always go school. to the old lady with the big hat. You don't go, uh, to, go to the one with the big hat. She got all the good candy. She got all the candy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, man, that's that's beautiful, man. Listen. LPZ. Do you have a word for the beautiful people? Ah, just stay positive, stay the course. You're gonna get there. Everybody take different roads. Just stay the course. Stay the course. You heard what the boy LP said. You know what I'm saying? Uh, my advice, beautiful people, would be find your voice. You can find your voice through speaking. You can find your voice through writing. You can find your voice uh, through arts. But whatever it is, if you feel like you need to be heard, if you feel like you need to be creative, find your voice and express yourself. It'll make you feel free. It'll make you feel better. And we're all creatives. We express our uh, ourselves through different mediums. So whatever it is in your life that you want to give you some purpose, find your voice. Beautiful people, best damn nation. We will see you next time. Uh, I'm going to let one of the fellas sign us off. LP, do you want to sign us off? Uh, yeah. Check us in next week on the best Damn.
<laughs> Peace out. <laughs>